Alright, so we'll go in three, two, <coughs> one. What's up everybody and welcome to another special episode from That's Fair with Josh and Marcus. I am your host, the Bebop Man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Marcus Davis. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, man? Man, I am doing well. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Good. I am really anticipating this one. This, this is really fun. I love doing these. Yeah, these are. Um, this might be uh, just depending on how things work out with our scheduling, uh, because I don't know how things are going to work for me going forward or for you. Right. Uh, this may be the way that we go going forward. Uh, we may just skip the the news podcasts. Uh, and focus on these uh, more topic-based interactions. Uh, some, some things may happen during the week that we need to talk about. Yeah, for sure, uh, for sure. And um, in those cases, we'll—I don't know—we'll—we'll we'll talk it out. We'll figure it out. But um, yeah. So today's episode, we have decided that we are going to take the Oscar winners for Best Picture. Um, speak up a little bit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This thing is blinking. Oh, it's blinking? Yeah. Uh, click it. How about now? Yeah, now I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. When it, I think when it's blinking, it's on mute. And when it's solid, it's... It's not. It's recording. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We have taken the Best Picture winners from 1990 through 2005, uh, because those are movies that... Even if you haven't seen them, you at least know about them. Uh, we were originally going to do the last 15 years and rank those, but there were a lot of movies that, like, I'm not too sure how many people have seen Moonlight or Spotlight or, I don't know, uh, the artist, you know what I mean? Especially the artist. Yeah. So I I decided that it would be better for us to do from 1990 to 2005 because those are definitely a lot more... Well known, so to speak. Uh, but the way this is going to work is we've we both have our own individual ranks, and at the end, uh, we will have a total uh, ranking based on a point system between the two of us. So we'll have like a definitive. This is the ranking per Josh and Marcus from the year nineteen ninety to two thousand and five. So. What do you say we just jump right in? Let's jump right in. All right. So 1990 was the year driving Miss Daisy. Um, are we doing... Okay, hang on. So I may, I may have fucked this up. But if you want to put her... Because I was doing by the years that were um, the Oscar years. So like, See, Miss Driving Miss Davy was was released in eighty nine, right. right? But it won in uh, nineteen ninety. See here, it has it. It has it as eighty nine as a sixty second annual one. So okay. like mine has Dance with Wolves for the nineteen ninety one. Okay, well in that case, but if you want to put two th- thousand six would have been Crash, right? So all I've right. got to do is re rank a couple of these. 
Yeah, all I've got to do is re-rank a couple of these. Because I don't think that'll change much, honestly. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, okay, so... I would probably put it... I'd probably put it here. Yeah, that seems like a good spot for it. Alright, um... So... Never mind. We'll, we'll start this over. So, the year 1990... Was... We had the winner of Dances with Wolves. How do you feel about that movie, as a whole? You know, I think... Um, I think it was a good movie. Yeah, I think it's a really good movie. I think movie. it's a good movie. And I think now, this is the problem I have with it. And I think one thing we probably should do too, after we, <coughs> before we do our rankings, we can always go through the movies that it was against. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it was against Awakenings, which was actually a really good movie. Um, Ghost, which wasn't bad. I don't ever have to watch that again, but it wasn't bad. I like Ghost. Um, the Godfather Part 3, which hands down may be the worst Part 3 of a movie of a great part had that movie set two movies already before it. Yeah. Um, if that makes any sense and Goodfellas, which to me should have won best picture that year. Yes, I, I agree. I don't know how that didn't win. If I, I'm being honest, I think the way that dances with the cinematography of it, uh, it was a good movie. Um, and I think a lot of violence wasn't really winning too much, especially violence like that. This wasn't war violence. This was gangster violence. Yeah. And I don't think that the Academy was ready for that yet. But in general, I do like this movie. I do yeah. like this movie. I only really have one complaint with it, I think, and I, that's that... It beat Goodfellas? Well, there's that, but I, I also... it's This is the problem that I had with Avatar. It's just really a retelling of Pocahontas. I mean, but don't forget this came out years before Pocahontas. So before any of these movies that was well, there. Be- before the Disney version, right? But like Pocahontas has like as a like story, yeah, it has been around for f- ages. Yeah, but I still think that this was more of a a different type of story. Pocahontas yeah. was more of a hey, I found an Indian girl, I fell in love with her. This chick he found was white that was taken by the Indians. Mm, but I yeah, see what yeah. you mean. But I, but I don't think that anybody really... Yeah, we knew about Pocahontas, but I think it was more of the aspect of what had happened with the war and how yeah. it affected that part of America before we were able to settle on it. Um, I really... I, I remember I used to watch this, and it was long. And it wasn't... You know, when you when you look at it, you may think of it as being like one of those boring movies. And it, it was really not. It really wasn't. It yeah. really wasn't. It really was very interesting. Um, I think that Kevin Costner really did a good job mm-hmm. with this one. Yeah. But this was his first uh, direct di- yeah. directing thing, right? right? And pretty impressive for him to win. I think he won Best Director of the Year, too. Yeah, I think so, too. So. Uh, 
so let's see, nineteen ninety two was the year after, and that was oh well, ninety one. Ni- yeah. Sorry, it won in ninety two, but it was for the year ninety one. All right, so was Silence of the Lambs. Um, this is arguably the. Uh, well, it's definitely the only horror, even like tangential, um, movie to win Best Picture. Right, if you want to put it like that. Yeah. Like, I don't, but it's definitely <coughs> thrilling like that, yes. <coughs> um, but. This, honestly. This is one of my favorites in the, in the, of the 90s. I love this movie. I love this movie. Like, um, I, this movie I love this movie. was fucking really good. And to be honest with you, this is one of the first times in a few years. Of course, we will have to go back and, and look at the 80s. But as far as starting in the 90s, this was the first, to me, five nominees that you can say, you know what? Uh, all these were pretty good. Like, I'm not a big fan of Beauty and the Beast until I watched the cartoon. Yeah. And I thought... It still shouldn't have had been nominated for Best Picture. You're fucking crazy. Understanding of how it had done as far as box office. And it was very good. Mm. Like, I would rather watch this than the new one. I don't oh, ever yeah. want to watch that movie Ever. Um, Bugsy was my shit, though. Bugsy's great. Bugsy was my Bugsy's shit. Bugsy's very, very good. JFK at the time was my shit. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, as time has gone on, <clears throat> you start to critique... <coughs> the legitimacy of a lot of the things that were said in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never a Barbara Streisand fan, but The Prince of Tides was good. It was a very good movie. Yeah. Um, Nick Nolte did a very good job. I like Nick um, Nolte in that. And I could definitely understand it being nominated. So, mm-hmm. But hands down, even as good as I felt Bugsy was, as good as I felt like JFK was, Silence of the Lambs did it. Yeah. Like that. That movie is the Jonathan is the Demi actual shit. Yeah. That. What else has he directed? Like, I, I know he did that movie with Anne Hathaway uh, and old dude from, uh, what's the name of that band? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, um, TV on the radio. Um, he did that, what was it called? Rachel Getting Married. That's what it was. I know he's done that, or he did that, and he's done Silence of the Lambs, but I don't know anything else that he's ever done. He had done, actually, he started off... Um, he had done Melvin Howard back in 80. You might, may not remember mm-hmm. that one. Um, he did Something Wild with Melanie Griffin and Jeff Daniels in 86. I think I've heard of that, but I don't think I've ever seen I it. I used to watch that a lot. Married to the Mob. Um, he did Philadelphia. Okay. okay. Um, those are his, his main ones. Um, he just died two years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, he died two years ago. Um, but this definitely, to me, was probably his best. Like, he had done movies like, I didn't realize he had done this one. He had done, um, Beloved. Okay. Which I, I forgot yeah. he had done that. I haven't seen that. I wasn't too happy about that. The remake of The Truth About Charlie. Um, that was basically based on Charade. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And then he did the Maturian Candidate. Denzel. So, I think that he had done pretty good movies, but nothing nothing was like Sons of the Lambs. I think that that was the Magnus Open for him. Um, but, 
And you know, his nephew was Ted Demi, the guy who did Blow. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, that right there, that story. <clears throat> All right, let's see if it's still doing it. Nope. Okay, cool. It fixed it. Um, or hang on. Say something. Hey. Yeah, okay. It it was still recording, but it wasn't like it was doing some kind of weird like uh delay. So, uh, okay, so 92, we had Unforgiven beating out The Crying Game, A Few Good Men, Howard's End, and Scent of a Woman. Uh, and I love Unforgiven. It's one of the few westerns that I genuinely, I'm like, this movie is fucking excellent. Excellent. Like. Excellent. Yeah. I, I can't say enough about this movie, honestly. Um, the only movie here that I felt may had a chance to win was a few good men. Yeah, I agree. I think that the problem I have with Howard's End and movies like The Remains of the Day is that those period pieces are fucking boring. <laughs> They're boring, especially back then. Like, there's a certain, like, I felt like if this was the Baptist, mm-hmm. then you probably have a better chance of winning because you, that, that's, I mean, that's, that's where they're from. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really into it, but I thought that Howard's End was, a pretty good movie, but to win Best Picture, yeah, no, I don't think it should have done that. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Sin of a Woman. I don't think it was horrible. I just think that I thought it was it was all right. It's um, fine. I, I never want to watch it again. The Crying Game surprisingly was pretty good. Mm, I don't remember that. You know, so Phyllis Whitaker was dating Jay Davison, who was actually yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember the Ace yeah. Ventura scene where he was crying? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that one honestly, I think that if Unforgiven did not win, the Crying Game probably should have been as far as all around the movie that should have won. Yeah, uh, I think the Fugitive Man really benefited from its cast and a really great script. You know, it was a play. You know? Or yeah, 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 yeah it was so a play. Once again, they really adapted that script very well. Mm. Um, that shit was damn good. Yeah, that shit was damn good. Yeah. Um. That was uh oh what's his name before Jeff. he did uh before he did the West Wing right because didn't he start the West Wing after this uh what's oh, his name um, um, um Matt not Matt um oh come on what the fuck Jesus is his name? name this is gonna kill me oh my um. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was damn good. Yeah. Um, but I think what hurt the movie, though, was the fact that it had so much star power in it. And mm. I think that anything that has Tom Cruise in it hurts the movie. Yeah, Back unfortunately. When, when we, you know, when Driving Miss Daisy won in 89, you know, you can arguably say that um, Born on Fourth of July was probably the best movie that year. Mm-hmm. But... Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, And yeah. I think a lot of people still look at him as his pretty boy. But Unforgiven, Unforgiven was fucking great. Yeah. And you're talking about a time where, like you said, the, the rest, Western wasn't really something that was taken seriously anymore. Yeah, n- not anymore. Back in the day, like in the 60s, sure. Right. But not in the 90s. No. 
especially with Star Wars and things like that coming out and mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. You have so many different types of action that, you know, after Clint Eastwood ended, you know, with with a fistful of dollars or yeah. so, you know, Pearl Ryder. I think that was 86. I think that he tried again, and this was a masterpiece. Yeah, this yeah. this was, was this the first Clint Eastwood directed movie? No. It wasn't? Okay. No, he had done, like, one of the Dirty Harrys. He had done oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's um, right. This was his first, like, quote-unquote western, though, right? No. Was I it not? I think he did Pearl Ryder. Okay. Yeah, huh. I think he had done that one. Um, but even still, this was the best... Uh, we say this is the best. I think this is the best scripted one he had. Everything else mm. was. I still think he had great ones in the sixties, but it wasn't like this. Yeah, this was a story. This was a tale. Mm. Um, this this was a masterpiece. Yeah, you know? for real. And it's funny because Tombstone came out around the same time. Yeah, I think it was a couple years later. Maybe a year later. Yeah, and I think that. A lot of people were really was really into Tombstone because of the action and yeah, more yeah. of that, and, and plus it was based on a true story and it just kind of made it. Into, mm-hmm. This one was this, it was an idea that I think he did a damn good job with. Yeah, I so. agree. So we're now up to ninety three. Schindler's List wins. Uh, it's up against The Fugitive in the Name of the Father, The Piano, which I I. I've never fucking seen in my entire life. Holly Hunter. I've never heard of that she movie until. Deaf. Matter of fact, that was what Anna Packham won um, her Oscar for. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and The Remains of the Day, which is, again, another movie I've never fucking seen or heard of in my life. Really? That's with. Um, That's got old uh, old Anthony boy from it. Yeah. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. And I want to say Emma Thompson was in it, too. Yep. Um, but I've never seen either of those. So the piano. The piano was born. Matter of fact, this was, if I'm not mistaken, the first movie that a woman was nominated for Best Director for. I mean, Jane Champion. Champion, yeah. Yeah, for the piano, yeah. Um. Um, This is also out of the movies that we. She was the second. The second. Yeah. Um, Was it Emma Thompson the first? Uh, I'm not sure. I just looked at her. Uh, and it says that she's the second of five women okay. nominated for Best Director. So I didn't even know there were five women, to be honest with you. I well, thought they were probably... Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, Catherine Bigelow, I knew. Her. The chick with Selma. Selma. The chick oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, this is the first year since the 90s, since we started this yeah. conversation, that this was the definite winner. Oh yeah, for sure. There like was, I like the Fugitive a lot, but dude, I don't it, like it's, the Fugitive it, as a Best Picture nominee. No, I never no. understood that. Mm-mm, no, I never understood that. that this of, is one of those ones with the Fugitive where it was like this is extremely popular. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think that that's what it was. Yeah, it was. It was for what it was. It was very good, especially from what the show was. Mm. Now, are you can even argue if Tommy Lee Jones should have won Best Supporting Actor that year, which I don't think he should have won. Who uh, who was he up against? He was against John Malkovich for um, In the, the Line, line of Fire. fire. Mm-hmm. He was against who else was he? Rough Rough Fines from Schindler's for List. Sh- for Schindler's List, which um, you, you can go either way. DiCaprio for Gilbert Grape. Uh, he shouldn't have won. Yeah. No. <laughs> and but not he, saying he did a bad job, but for what he did, 
he well, he did he did well. Yeah. But compared to what Rob Fiennes had done mm. and John Malkovich had done, I yeah. felt like Tommy Lee Jones has played. Like, he didn't. I don't think she won. I don't think she won. I don't think she, he was even the top. Who was the other person? Uh, Pete Postlewaite. Oh, in the, name the name of the, of the father. father. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones probably was fourth in that list for me. And then Leonardo would have been last. Yeah. Pete, uh, you, have you seen The Name of the Father? Mm-mm. That's the one with... Um, uh, old boy. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel who was Day-Lewis, a boxer yeah. that came out of prison. Yeah. And Pete Possible was, was his dad, I think. Okay. Um, you know who Pete Possible is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... I, Great actor. Yeah. I, I don't think that he should have won that. But regardless, like you said, because of the popularity of the show, the movie was good. Mm. But it was, it was definitely not Best Picture good to me. Um, but it's got that scene where he says, I didn't kill my wife. And he goes... I don't care. <laughs> I fucking love that scene. Oh. Uh, yeah, Schindler's List is for sure the definitive winner at, of this list, I think. Um, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. It's also time. one of the hardest movies to watch. Like, I, I, I don't I know. I this again. Yeah. Not because it was bad, just because I, you know why. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do think that it also, he made this movie... In a great year because mm-hmm. you couldn't say that you just gave it to him because of the Jews. No, you you had nobody that could really beat you this year. Yeah, like Mm-mm. really, like this was an excellent movie. Yeah, an excellent movie. Um, I had no problems with this winning this year. None. Me either. Now this next year is a completely different story. Um, I'll, I I think this was the best year. Of nominees that we had gone through, probably, yeah. Like this, this could have gone one of definitely three ways. You haven't seen one of the movies, yeah. I haven't seen Quiz Show, um, but Forrest Gump wins in for '94. Uh, it's up against Four Weddings and a Funeral, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, and The Shawshank Redemption, which I think should have won personally. I think The Shawshank is the best of those movies. So, and I love Pulp Fiction. I love Pulp Fiction. Um, hmm. Shawshank to me is in a is in a completely different tier of movie than the rest of these movies. Um, Especially the winner, dude. I fuck Forrest Gump. If well, I if I can be real about it, fuck Forrest Gump. Well, I I, I tell you this about Forrest Gump. So first of all, Four Weddings and the Funeral was one of my favorite movies. At the I time. love that movie. I thought that was a really good movie. Um, but once again. I don't know. I forgot what else came out that year, but you haven't seen Quiz Show. Yeah, I haven't seen Quiz Show. Quiz Show was good. Quiz Show was very good. Um, but when you start talking about Shawshank and Pulp Fiction, and even Forrest Gump, you're on a whole different level. Because mm-hmm. now, this is one thing to consider, especially when you look at the winners of the previous ones up until before, even if you can go back, fuck, you can go back. You have to go back a long time. Matter of fact, this was the highest grossing movie ever to win at the time. Oh, really? Forrest yeah. Gump. That makes sense. Hold on, hold on. Off the busy. Yes, so I was just wanted to just make sure um, exactly which one. Because I had gone a couple places and they were asking about panel tests and things like that. And some places that draft the wisers. What do you exactly want me to go? I mean, what do you want me to do? No, 
Okay, so that's fine. Okay, just making sure. Thank you so much for calling me back. All right. That situation. Okay. So I feel that oh, because I still like watching that movie. Then I didn't watch. I don't like oh, *Part Fiction* because I didn't really understand it. Yeah. Because I yeah. was thirteen or so, fourteen, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was until probably two thousand when I watched it again. I said, "This shit is fucking awesome." Shawshank Redemption was always good. Always. It was always good. The acting was good. Um, it was always good. This is funny because I still think that in the last 25 years or so, 10, 20, I forgot what year we are now, I, it's hard not to say Pulp Fiction is not the best movie. But I still think that... I can understand why people would say Pulp Fiction is the best of this. I think the way that it was structured. I think that the way it was structured, the way that they had done the direction of it, just, it was so different. Yeah, it was it was very different. But you know what? I have to agree with you. I would, I would give him the Shawshank. I, would, I, I mean, I immediately would have given Over him the Shawshank. Over Forrest Gump. Yeah, especially looking at you know, looking at it now, I would definitely give it to Shawshank. I want to make I want to make myself clear. I do not think that Forrest Gump is a bad movie. I do not even think that it is like a, a mediocre movie. It's a good movie, but it is it is not on the same level as Pulp Fiction or Shawshank to me. But so this is the thing that okay, so this is one thing to, to think about. <clears throat> Tom Hanks did a damn good job. Uh, yeah, for sure. He, I, he totally deserved Best Actor. I think that he really, and more than that, all the acting was good. Gary Sinise did a great job. Sally mm-hmm. Field yeah. did a great job. Robin Wright did a great job. Um, the feel-good part of the movie, the the point, I think the this is a really hard movie not to like. A lot of people say they yeah, don't like it, yeah. but like you like this movie. This was a cool movie, and Pulp Fiction also was kind of violent. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Shawshank, I think that was maybe the main competitor for Forrest Gump, but didn't do well financially. Yeah. So, and not saying that you had to do well financially, because like I said, this was the highest grossing one. Not saying that Schindler's List didn't do well, because it had gone over $100 million. Um, Unforgiven did okay. It did decent, actually yeah. really good. Yeah, Um But this was, this was that movie that propelled everybody. Like, mm-hmm. you went to go see this multiple times. Yep. And it, well, like you said, it wasn't a bad movie. It brought aspects of different parts of people's life that, think about it, if you were, if you were 40, then when this came out, you were born in 53. So you remember Elvis and JFK mm-hmm. and... Um, the hell, you remember Alabama Vietnam. Football, Vietnam. So there was a lot of things that were just re- retrospective things that people talked about USA Today coming out in the 79 and things like that Nike's coming out you know I can understand why I won yeah like and I have no problem with it winning especially under that context but like I said looking back at it 25 years later there's no way that this is a better complete movie than Shawshank Redemption or Pulp Fiction or Pulp Fiction yeah um but I still, I'm still cool with it because yeah, I, I'm fine with this. I mean, and especially when we start going through the rankings of the top, the movies, that's a whole different conversation, also. Mm-hmm. But as far as that year, yeah, you know, 
But yeah. I'm good. I'm yeah. cool. Yeah, agreed. So the next year would have been for 1995, and we have Braveheart winning over Apollo 13, Babe, uh, the Postman, Postino. El Postino, yeah, and Sense and Sensibility. I think this is another one that, kind of like uh, Schindler's List, I think this is probably the one that deserves it. Uh, um, it's not Babe. <laughs> well, at the time, we definitely thought that. Okay. I, I definitely feel like at the time we thought that. I feel that I feel that Citizen's ability doesn't get enough credit. No, that's a good movie. I it like that get movie. Enough credit. That's the first movie I think I saw Emma Thompson in, like ever. Oh, really? Yeah. She was in this movie when she was married to Kenneth Branagh back in '89 called Dead Again, or maybe '90. Watch that. Okay. Watch that again. Anyway, um, Apollo 13 is a great movie. It's a very good movie. It's a very good movie. You has a lot of star power in it. And mm-hmm. I think that the same problem that um, Tom Hanks had, I mean, uh, Tom Cruise had, Tom Hanks had on a different scale. Yeah. We already gave you two Oscars in a row for Best, uh, for best Actor. Yeah. Now you're in your, your second movie uh, in a row for Best Picture. And I don't know. We're not going to give you two movies in a row. All right, the Postman. The problem with the Postman is that it was foreign. Yeah, and so and foreign language movies don't win Best Picture. They don't. They win. just don't. So I think as an overall movie, the Postman was a better movie. But once again, the grand scale of Braveheart. Because once again, when you go back and you start thinking about history, uh, you had some inconsistencies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what he had done and had him how it made you feel. That's why it won. Mm. And, you know, at the time, that was one of my favorite movies. Now, going back, like, all right, I'm cool. Like, yeah. I would rather watch, say, Gladiator more. Um, because I, I just felt like it was done a little bit better. But at the time, I definitely think that of these movies, they weren't going to give it to anything else. Yeah. I think that it would have been, a, I think that he, that Mel Gibson had made his mark right then as a great director with that. And it was a grand scale movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an epic in a way. And we yeah. hadn't seen an epic like that in, in a, a while. while. Yeah. And I think that, that we were ready. Um, but w- once again, go back and watch it again. It's not like it was active, the acting was bad or anything, but this is not, George, put that against another movie. Yeah. In like another year for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. You, you may not even get nominated. Yeah, uh, that's fair. That's fair. 1996. Oh, this shit right here. Oh, boy. The English Patient beats out Shine, which is a great movie. Secrets and Lies, I haven't seen. Jerry Maguire and Fargo. The fact that Fargo did not win Best Picture is a travesty. It's a travesty. Straight up a fucking travesty. travesty. And honestly, I mean, if we really want to be honest about it, the fact that the Coen brothers uh, didn't win an Oscar until 2007 is a travesty. At, at least, especially considering that Fargo came out. Yeah. I mean, it's, so this is the thing. The English patient was so goddamn boring. So like, boring. Remember when um, on Seinfeld? When yeah, watching, yeah. Look, that's how I felt like this is never going to end. This Ever. is never going to end. Ever. And it, I don't care. Um and on top of that, it's it's not like it's even like rem- it's not a really compelling story. It's about this guy who falls in love, like 
okay. And he's he's burned. Yeah, yeah, and he's burned. <laughs> like, like, and it was so so so. Let's go back to it. So it wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. a bad Mm-mm. movie. It was just long and boring. Mm-hmm. And Fargo came out, which should have won. Yeah, Jerry Maguire should have been nominated. I think that was no, a it should not movie. have. <laughs> I don't even think Cuba should even won. But that's either here or there. Go for black people. But I don't even think she should have won. Um, Six and Lives. There's a chick that plays on one of the CBS shows. Um, Maria, uh, what's her name? Um, Secret and Lies was a good movie. Okay. It was a good movie. It was a British movie. It was about this white chick who ended up having a black daughter. She gave her, she gave her up. And then she found out who she was and she wanted to you know... It was a good movie. Um, Shine. I really like Shine a lot. Shine was cool. I don't. I, I mean, I think that I like that movie though because of how him. good Jeffrey Rush is in it. So Jeffrey Rush totally deserved. He's totally best deserved actor. Oscar that year. Um, Fargo show one. Yeah, so handsome. And it's like that. I think <laughs> the other movies they were good. It wasn't a great year of Oscar worthy movies. I think it was a pretty good year as far as box office but not as mm-hmm. far as Oscar movies yeah, yeah. Um, but the English pages were so boring so so boring oh, here um, we go. Here we <laughs> this go. is like a little like three run stretch in the 90s where it's like well, I'm, uh, yes definitely this is definitely <laughs> oh my god so 97 we have Titanic winning over as good as it gets the full Monty Goodwill Hunting and LA Confidential we talked a little bit about this before we started Goodwill Hunting probably would have been our pick. Um, I understand why it won. Okay, let me let me let me let me put it like this. Once again, once as we talked about the album of the year thing, what consists of our best picture? Now, my favorite movie was Goodwill Hunting, hands mm, down. Yeah, like I didn't like as good as it gets. Like, yeah, I, I don't like I don't that like at that. all. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think that he should win an Oscar for that. I don't, I don't like it at all. Um, I don't know why the Full Monty was nominated. Because I like that movie a lot. I think it's funny as hell, but I don't really understand why it was nominated. I think because it was such a good movie, and it did so well in the box office without people really, with without people really even knowing about it. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah, um, yeah, it's good. L.A. Confidential. I felt like I was pulling for that because of the. I felt like Good Girl Hunting was more of an indie movie, and L.A. Confidential had more more power mm-hmm. but I just yeah. I didn't feel like it was that great I felt like it was okay um, so when you get down to what a best picture could be it should be your box office what you had done with the movie it was hard for Titanic not to win yeah I agree like it was very hard for them not to win especially against the movies that it was against mm-hmm. well, I would rather Guerrero Hunting had won because that was my favorite but the story was good. The acting was good, but the grand scale Titanic. Yeah. There was nothing like it in history. Mm-hmm. So you have to respect it. Now, that doesn't mean I like it. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I definitely understand why I won. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely understand why I won. I agree. This shit right here. This this is the second travesty on the list. So 1998, Shakespeare in Love beats out Elizabeth, which was the first Kate Blanchett movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Life is Beautiful, Saving Private Ryan, and The Thin Red Line. Um, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, 
I I even I like Shakespeare in Love. I do I, like it. Like, but I don't like it better than Saving Private Ryan or the Thin Red Line. Well, I didn't I didn't care for the Thin. I, that one I feel like they did put that up there because Saving Private Ryan was there, and you had such a star-studded cast. Mm. There was no way. Like, did you see Life Is Beautiful? Uh, let's see, Life Is Beautiful. That's the one with um the, the Italian dude that won Best Actor that year. Mm. Benicio. Mm, uh, no, I okay. have not seen that. Life is, Be- Life is Beautiful is like Shine. It's a good movie, but it's really propelled by his acting. He does okay. such a good job. Um, the two movies that, for me, there was one movie that's period that should have won. That was that was Saving Private S- Ryan. Saving Private Ryan should have no won. if, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, it should have no won. No if, ands, or buts about it. The next one was Elizabeth. People don't realize how fucking Elizabeth good is good. So Dude, not uh, only did it, not only did it win Best Picture, but you also beat her for Best uh, Actress. Yeah, bullshit. yeah, that mm-hmm. is fucking bullshit. I don't agree with that There's at all. There's no way Gwyneth Paltrow should have won. What um, was the uh, What was the second Elizabeth movie called? Was it called Golden Queen? Age. The Golden Age. That's what it was. Yeah, I like both of those movies a lot. I did, but it was nothing like that first Mm-mm. one. She no, that first one's incredible. Damn good job. The movie yeah. was incredible. But Saving Private Ryan, to me, especially for our generation, that was the best world movie of our generation. I I like, think so. Yeah, and, and it's hard for me to go back because I wasn't a really, I'm not a big war, especially World War Two kind of guy. Um, that shit kind of just bores me. Just seeing truck tanks go and yeah. there's no real dialogue. Like it, to me, it's a little bit different. But uh, this this was excellent, and I mm-hmm. was in shock. When it lost. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, so let's see. This would have been for the year 1999. American Beauty beats out The Cider House Rules, The Green Mile, The Insider, and The Sixth Sense. This is another one that I think that they probably got right. I like American Beauty a lot. I like it a lot. That was one like of my favorite lot. movies of all time yeah. at the time. I think this is probably the second best nominee list so far I think so too Cider House Rules is very good it The Green great. Mile is really fucking good The Insider was my probably my favorite movie that was my favorite movie almost out of all these movies that was a Michael Mann yes. right yeah that shit was so damn good yeah and matter of fact kind of talking about The Insider this was one of those best actor nominations that I can easily have seen Russell Crowe win three straight on this that's oh, yeah, yeah. He did so damn good in yeah. the movie. Um, but definitely, I think the American Beauty, um, Sam Mendes, right? Sam Mendes, yep. Had, and this was before he started doing 12 Feet Under, 7 Feet Under, 10 Feet Under, 9 Feet the, Under. The HBO, the HBO show, show, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that The Sixth Sense definitely should have been nominated. Um, but American Beauty was such a good movie. Yeah, I agree. It was such a good movie. Yeah, the... Uh, this one was hard because all of the all of them were good, but I think American Beauty probably is definitely the one that should have won. The the Green Mile should have, the Green Mile reminds me of one of those feel good movies that wasn't really a feel good movie, but a feel good mm-hmm. movie that was really good that you tried to bank off of the greatness of the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I agree. And I think that this may be one of those wins for best supporting actor that probably should have gone to Paul Michael uh, Michael Paul Duncan mm-hmm. but um, it was such a inspiring inspiring movie that you had to nominate it was it was so good yeah um, but American Beauty I think was 
excellent. Excellent across the board. Yeah. 2001, or no, sorry, 2000, we had Gladiator beating out Chocolat, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Aaron Brockovich, and Traffic. There are two travesties on this list. The first one is that Traffic did not win, and the second is that Julia Roberts beat out Ellen Burstyn for Best Actress. That's bullshit. You know, but was she really the best actress in that movie? Like, I felt like they gave it to Julia Roberts just because they they felt like they needed to give it to her. This yeah, was like one of those but, Leonardo DiCaprio things. Like, you've done decent movies, you've done all right, but I don't think you did anything that deserved an Oscar. This is Julia Roberts' best acting performance, I think. But the fact that she beats out Ellen Burstyn from Requiem in a Dream, Dream. like, get I, the fuck out of here. You know, but, <clears throat> but it's really hard to make her the best actress in that movie. I mean, would you say that it would be... Uh, it may not uh, have been anyone. It may not have been Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly, You know, yeah. it may have been... It may have just been an, like a situation like... Um, not really like traffic, but close to traffic. You know, like yeah. what okay. everybody could have won... I see what you're saying. ...for Best Supporting Actor. But if you had to look at the performance... There's no way that she did better than Ellen Bernstein. No. I, I definitely agree Like, with you. N- not at There's all. There's no way that she had done better than that. Um, even with traffic losing. I said it was a travesty. It's not really a travesty. Gladiator's a great fucking movie. It's a great fucking movie. It's a great fucking movie. But, you know, but you also have one of those situations where you have two great movies. It's just like 94. Like, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. Who are you going to pick? Because if I'm not mistaken, did they not give it to... Give... Um, Best director to um, Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Yeah, they did. So, and that's the way they try to justify it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that it was fucking awesome. Gladiator is a really fucking great movie. I think it was awesome, and I think it really had great acting in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it really, once again, so as we talk about Braveheart, when you look at these period pieces, and even though it would have been technically probably what a thousand years before, yeah. This kind of put Braveheart to shame. Oh yeah, I, mean, I agree. Think about like the whole aspect of it. Um, God, it was damn good. Yeah, God, it was damn good. And then I mean, you also got to think the, I, it didn't win because it was foreign language. I think, but Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragons, a fucking incredible good. movie. Like that's a damn really good. damn good movie. Um, and you know, it's not like Aaron Brockovich was a bad movie, but you also, I think, once again, like I said, when you when you're looking at Best Picture. You're looking at box office. You're looking at critic reviews. You're looking mm-hmm. at people how they how they look at movies. You know, yeah. Um, and it wasn't a bad movie. Oh, it definitely wasn't a movie I would put in for best picture. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Like the, to me, this year though, even though as good as Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was, this was between Gladiator and Traffic. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think that Traffic was really good. Yeah. Um, and I think that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, I felt that. Ang Lee really probably should have won. If, if you were to give a best director, he should have won best director. That was directed wonderfully. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so many really great moments in that movie that, like, you you wouldn't notice unless you really like film like the way we do. Right. Like, that, that movie's really good. It's really good. It's really fucking good. Um, so coming up on the year 2001, A Beautiful Mind beat out Gosford Park in the bedroom, uh, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and Moulin Rouge. Um, I can't believe Moulin Rouge got nominated. <laughs> me either. How I, did that happen? So 
I don't remember in the bedroom all that well. I've only seen it once. Um, but the only one I think personally that could have challenged a beautiful mind is Lord the Fellowship of the Rings. Of the Rings. Right. Uh, but two things. They knew that two more movies were, two coming, more movies were coming. So they still had two more chances to give it to you know Lord of the Rings. And also, A Beautiful Mind's really fucking, fucking good. Damn good. Like, really, really fucking good. Like, you may have your issues, not you personally, but people may have their issues with Russell Crowe. You cannot tell me he did not do a great job. Yeah, no, he, he was excellent. He actually deserved the Best Actor nomination, I mean, win more than he did for Gladiator, mm-hmm. to me. I agree, um, wholeheartedly. He fucking did great. And did Jennifer Connelly win this year, too? Uh, Finley, she did. Mm-hmm. So, um, beautiful mind. Ron Howard finally had that movie, mm-hmm. and I think that I don't. I don't. I once again, he came out at a good time because you knew you had three, two more Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. So, I, I, I still feel like they gave it to the wrong one. Yeah. But, I, yeah. But in general, you knew you still had two more. Right. Yeah. Um, Beautiful Mom is excellent. Excellent movie. You know what? Ron Howard gets shit on a, a lot, I think. Does he? I, I think he does. I mean, I could be wrong, but like people kind of see him as like a, oh, he makes okay movies. But like his output in the 90s all the way up through... Dude, I mean, even even some of the stuff he's re- released in the last couple of years, I really like. Like, I really like Rush. Like I know, I, oh, I heard that like, was good. I like that movie. Um, Frost Nixon was fucking, fucking great, excellent. great excellent fucking movie. movie. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's one of those ones who doesn't get enough credit. And maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. fucking tell me if I am. But yeah, um, Beautiful Mind was incredible. Incredible. Now 2002 is some bullshit. They can suck my fucking dick. But you know what? No, don't don't even no, no, don't. No, I don't. Want, but not it should not have won. I fucking hate this movie. Um, <laughs> but no, it's no buts. What would you give it to? If you could, you have to take out the two towers because you know that I'm gonna give it. To yeah, you. and you get easy one three straight. Which the dude, the two towers is my favorite of those movies. That should have won. It should have won. won. I mean, honestly, but okay, we take out the two t- towers. It's Gangs of New York. To me, by a mile. Like, I don't think so at all. The, the pianist is great. Really, pianist, really, really fucking great. But I don't think it's better than Gangs of New York. You know what the problem I have with Gangs of New York? What? I think Gangs of New York is a damn good movie. I, I gave it an eight, eight and a half. Problem with, excuse me, with Gangs of New York is that you had one person who overacts, and he was still overacting, Leonardo. You had one person who got fucking, who should have won another Oscar. Yeah. Now, th- that's the only travesty th- really to me is that you should have won a fucking Oscar for that mm, movie. Yeah, I agree. Because you are probably the best of our generation. Um, now, to be fair, he lost to Adrian Brody oh, in The Pianist. So, yeah, and Adrian yeah. Brody is is really but fucking good in that movie. He, he is, but you can argue and say that was his best performance in Games of New York, Daniel Day-Lewis. You can say that. You, that, you uh, could definitely argue that. that yeah. Period. Because think about it. All he kind of did was... Kind of switch up where he was in um, 
this is blood. Yeah, yeah, there, there will be, be blood. blood. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Honestly, Adrian Brady is so good in the penis. Um, and I think when you do so well in a movie like that, that performance overshadows the movie. Yeah, which is why the pianist didn't win, I, I think. I see why it didn't win. Um, and I think that Gangs of New York would seem so, to me, so... I hate to put it like this, but in a way, so cartoonish. Does that make sense? I can, you know, I can see that, yeah. I can definitely see that. Um, like, I felt like... I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the movie. But I think the things were added to it so that it could be... I, the winner should have been the two towers. Yeah, it should have Let's been. Let's just end it like this. Chicago... I would There's never... no way in hell Chicago should have won. Oh, my God. Even if you take the two towers out, I don't know how Chicago wins. I don't know. I really don't know. But... <laughs> Whatever, uh, it, I was. I'm looking at this right now. I uh, I didn't know that Nicolas Cage was nominated twice. He was nominated for adaptation. Adaptation. He he won for fucking um, oh, Leaving Las Vegas, Vegas, which is like that's his best performance probably. I don't uh, know. I, I, well, I, I really liked that. him in Matchstick Men. I think that might be my favorite Nicolas Cage but performance. Did you see adaptation? But yeah, adaptation. Like he's he's on a whole nother level because he has to do two characters, that like two completely movie. different yeah, characters. That gets, gets nominated for awards as two different people, but it's really one. Yeah, anyway. uh, yeah. That he he was really fucking good in that. Uh, this brings us to two thousand and three, which um, obviously <laughs> they had to give it to. Uh, Return of the King, but but this was a fucking damn good year. Yeah, it, uh, Lost in Translation, um, Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. Yeah, no, Mystic River and Sea Biscuit. Mystic River. Mystic River is one of the greatest movies of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Um, and I was really hurt that it came out this year. Yeah, because it, Dude, it, if it, it comes out one, the year before or the year after, it wins. It wins. Like period. That shit was so fucking good. Yeah. That shit was so good. I, I, I can't. And the thing about The Return of the King is that you knew it was going to happen. Like, yeah, it, it had to have won because, the, like, to. Uh, this may be controversial, but of the Lord of the Rings movies, this one is my least favorite. Yes. I think it goes Two Towers, Fellowship, and Return. And return. And, and, but you're talking about a nine, a ten. And a nine and a half, a ten, and a nine. Yeah, movies, yeah, you know? for real. So it's not like The Godfather with mm-hmm. ten, yeah. ten, six. You know, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'd give it a seven. I'd give it a seven and a half. Maybe, maybe oh, even an eight. I, oh, dude, I like I like The Godfather three. I like The Godfather part three. That shit was a waste of my goddamn time. Anyway, <laughs> um, so disappointed. Anyway, but yeah, this this is the one that I really felt bad about because. Mm. That whole fucking movie was yep. so good. If and I think what they tried to do, because don't forget, Lord of the Rings won everything it was nominated for. Oh yeah, it won. Let's see, best picture, best director, best um, fucking song. That uh, it uh, won Annie best Lin- song. Annie Lennox made yes. I don't remember that shit. Made one uh, best song. But it won best adapted screenplay. It won best original score, best original song. Yeah, it damn won everything. It, it was it was it was tough. Sound mixing, art direction, it didn't win cinematography. That went to Master and Commander. It was it nominated? 
Oh no, it wasn't nominated. Yeah, it won Damn. literally everything it was nominated. Yeah, for. you're right. Fucking costume design, makeup, editing, visual effects. God damn. They won everything. I was fucking I swept. <laughs> swept. Well, wow. Is that eleven? Uh, yeah. Because I think it tied the record. Yep. Um, that's fucking crazy. But what they did for Mystic River is they gave Tim Robbins best yep. supporting actor. I, I mean, and arguably he deserved it, man. Like, arguably, like, like. Did. That movie is excellent. That movie yeah. is excellent. They I gave agree. It, did, they, did they give it to Lori Lenny for best uh, support actress? Uh, she wasn't nominated. They gave it to Renelle Zay, uh, Zellweger for Cold Mountain. Fuck that shit. She, uh, and Charlize Theron won for Monster. Monster. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of obvious. But Sean Penn and Tim Robbins definitely. The only thing that kind of sucks is. You also have him up against uh, Bill Murray in Lost in Translations, which, like, even if you don't like that movie, Bill Murray is really fucking good in that movie. He was actually the front runner for a while. Really? He, him, uh, and him and Sean Penn were definitely the front runners mm, for that movie. Uh, and then he's up against Johnny Depp in Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean. which. I'm happy he was nominated. Just put it like that. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Because he definitely did a good job for what he had. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Kingsley in uh, House of Sand and Fog, which I don't really care for that movie, but he's fucking good in that movie. That shit was crazy. Like, he's fucking good in that, that movie. That shit was crazy. Um, but yeah, I Lord of the Rings probably... I, well, it had to have won, because there was no way that they weren't going to give it to one of the Lord of the Rings. They had to. And you, you couldn't really... It sucks, it though, that they didn't give it to Two Towers, because this, had they done that, Mystic yeah. River wins. Yes. Like, Ooh, yeah, they they probably, but I guess, yeah. Damn, why you come out that year? Yeah. All you, because Chicago, that, when I, Fuck I you, Chicago. Waking up, waking up thinking they'll give it to Two Towers. And this is before I started realizing they weren't, they weren't going to do it. And I found out that Chicago won. I said, what? <laughs> and I was, hanging, I was hanging out with these guys who like musicals, just, just put it like that. Mm. And they said, yeah, it was great. I said, don't ever talk to me about movies again. <laughs> Don't ever talk to me about movies. Yeah. Fuck do you mean? It was great. And you can't talk to women about this either. If you like musicals, because like I loved it. Like I don't even like the fucking play. Let alone yeah. you know mm. I'm in a musical. Let alone this. But anyway, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. So now we are into. We're on 2004 with Million Dollar Baby winning. It beat out The Aviator, Finding Neverland, Ray, and Sideways. I think. I think that they may have gotten this one right. My pick would have been The Aviator, personally. Because you're a Martin Scorsese fan. I, I love right. Scorsese. See, I don't, think the, I don't think Scorsese is bad. I think Scorsese... I think Scorsese is one of the top ten greatest directors of all time. I give him top... Uh, I, I mean, I would even argue... I, I would make an argument for top five, personally. I would, say, I, I would say top five. But the problem... I won't say the problem with Scorsese, but Scorsese... So what's the trend about these last couple movies about Scorsese losing? For me. Leo. Leo. Yeah. And it's not like I dislike Leo, but you overact. And I think since you are the primary primary focus of the movie, it takes away from me what the movie is. So Kate Blanchett won her first Oscar for this. She played um, Catherine Hepburn. Yep. And mm-hmm. that was one of those things that was definite. You can even argue that you can understand him winning for this year. 
Oh, no, there's no way. There's no way he was being... Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. There's no way it was going to happen. Now, of all these movies, my favorite movie, as much as I love Jamie Foxx and Ray, because he was Ray. Yeah, that, yeah. That was he, one he of the, nailed like, it. It was nailed. Sideways was my favorite movie of these. I think I agree with you. I like Alexander Payne a lot. Um, and Sideways, I don't think that's my favorite Alexander Payne movie. I like Election a lot. You know and what? I really fucking like The Descendants. You know what's funny? I, uh, the Descendants was fucking great. Yeah, um, and that's a fucking travesty that that didn't win. The, the problem with Election is Election is what makes me hate Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I can't get over her fucking... I can't get over her from that. Yeah. Now, granted, I love Legally Bond, which is great. Yeah, that's a great fucking movie, honestly. Um, but I... And she actually did very good in um, Big Little Lies. I don't know if you I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Season two is on now. But in general... I'm not a big fan of her because mm. of that. She irritated me so much. <laughs> and I guess that's being a great actress. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I'm looking at this now like that. But if you're looking at the best picture of that year, um, I like Million Dollar Baby. I don't think that it was like it's, great, great. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, this is, I think, the year that you kind of started seeing the Oscars go more towards the socially minded movies. Because um, this is around the time that Terry Schiavo was happening, right? I guess so. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if if I remember yeah. correctly, because this is this is two thousand five. I remember hearing about her when I was in high school, which would have been around this time. Um. So uh, th- that's why I don't want to say that that's why it won, yeah, but she ended up dying in two thousand five. Okay. And this was 2003-ish when it came out, and this is when they were thinking about what they were going to do with her. Yeah. Um, and then, plus, you had a lot of that I have the right to die kind of thing. Yeah. You know, or what should we do? Um, I thought it was a good movie. I felt like... Uh, I was I was happy that Morgan Freeman finally won an Oscar. Uh, yeah, finally. Like, fucking finally. finally. Um Hillary Schwank did a good job. She yeah. did a good job. I don't know that uh I don't know that she beats out Kate Winslet for me cuz I'm a sucker for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is my favorite fucking movie. Like my favorite fucking There's movie. There's no way that I thought she should beat her. Mm. I'm talking about Kate Winslet. She oh. definitely won. Oh That's yeah. That's one of my favorite movies of all fucking time. Yeah. Um, I love that fucking movie. And even Jim Carrey. I can understand Jim Carrey not winning, but you have to nominate him You have he, to. Like, he he's better than, let's see, I, pff, he's better than probably Johnny Depp on this list, like, of the nominees. At the very least, I, I agree, I think he should have been nominated. The, honestly, the fact that it was only Kate Winslet and the screenplay, yeah. Which is a travesty. Yeah, that that is seriously one of my favorite, or it's not one of my, it's my favorite movie of it's all time. One of my favorite movies. Like it, it was so good. It was so good. Um, but as far as the movies nominated that year, I, I I think I'm okay with Million Dollar Baby winning. I personally would have probably picked The Aviator, but again, I'm a Scorsese fanboy, so I don't know. Michael Mann was a producer on that. Um, yeah, I didn't know that either. So Ray, like Ray, was one of those movies that, once again, like it was a good movie, but just a character-driven movie. Mm-hmm. And 
Sideways was my favorite movie, but it was definitely not the best movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, Paul Giamatti's fucking great in that movie. It was funny. Um, Bond in Neverland is, is, is your typical British period piece. Mm-hmm. This happened to be based on a true story. Yeah. Um, the Aviator. I, it, it was a good movie. But I think out of these, I'm I'm, I'm good with Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, you know I don't think it was like, like great. I still give it like an eight. Yeah, but if it was a different year, you lost. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, the year before that, it loses. I think oh. even the next year, it probably loses. Uh, so this is yes. the last year on our list. It's 2005, and Crash beats out. So your your pick for this that probably should have won is probably probably not my pick. Really? You, you think so? I think so. All right, so Crash Beats Out, Brokeback Mountain, um, which is a great movie. It is a good movie. Uh, Capote, um, Good Night and Good Luck, which is a great movie. Good movie. And Munich, which deserved to win. That's should won. Munich, best, okay, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah. M- Munich should have won this year, That's I think. That's one of the best movies ever. Yeah. That may be my favorite Steven Spielberg movie. Really? Seriously. Yeah. I it's love Munich. Munich is a damn... Damn good movie. I can man. watch Munich every fucking week. I love, I love Munich. It's fucking good. It's really fucking good. And it's funny because when you when you when you go back to two thousand and four, two thousand five, mm. well, two thousand, I guess two thousand five, two thousand six, whatever. When you go back and you're looking at the movies that they're considered to be best picture, mm-hmm. it's between Crash. And Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, you know. Um, and again, this is one of those. Uh, like I said, with with. Brokeback Mountain, this is a social issue thing, I think. Like, Brokeback Mountain's about, you know, gay cowboys and crashes about racism in L.A. Like, I think that that's why Munich didn't win. Because I think Munich is significantly better than both those movies. There was, there been, no, there had been no chance for me to ever vote for any other, uh, other movies other than Munich. Mm. And I was just, like, I was in shock when I kept hearing people talk about, yeah, it was okay. But, you know, it's definitely between the gay boys and the racists. You know, it's like that, yeah. that's basically what it came down to. When I finally watched Brokeback Mountain, it was a very good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's and a very good movie. The thing that bothers me about Brokeback Mountain is that it does get colored as gay, gay cowboys. Yeah. Because it's not really, I mean, sure, that is what it's about. That's the plot of the movie. But it's really not about them it's about and their love story, so to speak. Their wives. Yeah, it's about, about all kinds life, of shit, dude. Like how it got to the point what happened at the end. Yeah. You know, like, like, this was a very well done movie. Yeah. Um, and don't forget what it was based on. The person who wrote it fucking writes, writes great shit. Yeah, um, who wrote it? Oh, boy, who did A No Country for All Men. Brokeback Mountain. It was a short story by... Um, this is Annie Pru- Proix? Proy? Yeah, but um, Lady McMurder. McMurder, McMurder. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, McCarthy. No, is that Mc- right? McMurthy. McMurtry. Oh, okay, okay. He helped uh, write the screenplay. Okay. Um, oh, damn. Okay. He did the last picture show, Terms of Endearment, also. Okay, I see what you're saying. So yeah, all right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that for sure. He um, but 
this this is not even a question for me. Munich yeah, Munich should, Munich should have won. And so as far as Crash though, I don't like I like Crash, but once again, I don't think it beats Munich, and I don't think I don't even think it beats Good Night and Good Luck. Honestly, I like Good Night and Good Luck a lot. I like it a lot, uh, but but once again, when you have all star cast, it's really hard to, yeah. to beat because the acting for everybody is different than if they, if, if they were mm-hmm. just on their own. Yeah, um, you could tell that it was um, a good movie, and they tried their best to not supersede each other, but you just had too many people in it. To me, and it's funny you say, we say that because if you look at Crash, you have all those people in that, but it was different because um, Crash really wasn't a bad movie. Mm-hmm. I think if you put Crash in another year and you have no social commentary, Crash may have won. Um, Crash probably would have won a year before against Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, I think that, I think that so. was a better movie than Million Dollar Baby, um, but not. Does that make sense? Yeah, like I feel like it. Like many of babies, the writing of it was was good, and just the acting of everything and and how because you didn't expect what to happen at the end. Mm, yeah, no, not at all. That. Um, and you felt bad for like it was such a, it was a real thought out. But I think that overall, it's sort of like the Forrest Gump situation. I'm not saying it's a fun movie, but it kind of encompassed a lot of different aspects of people mm-hmm. where they can got into it. Um, but. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the winning, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Uh, so that brings us to the rankings. The rankings. So the way that I have uh, this set out, I'll just need to do a little bit of math. Let me see. Oh, so now if we were to go up one more year, I definitely agree with you. Your boy should have won that year, definitely. Because the Let's next see. year, your boy won. Oh, yeah. Oh, f- yeah. yeah. Well, what else was it nominated against? Babel. Which, uh, I like Babel, but it, nah. Yeah, like Letters from um, Iwo Jima. Okay, yeah, it definitely should have beat that. This is the only other movie that, The Queen, but this movie right here was the only one that I thought would gave it a run, but because of what type of movie it was, it, it shouldn't have won, Little Miss Sunshine. Okay, yeah. Little Miss Sunshine would be my number two. Yeah, definitely yeah. my number two. So, right. yeah, The Departed for sure. For sure. All right, so I just need to do a little bit of math here. We got... All right, so that is... Plus 16. All right, so the way that this is going to work um, is... I am doing a math-based little equation here where the number one gets... We went through 16 years. So number one gets... Um, the highest amount. The, yeah, it gets 16 points. And then uh, the last place will get number one. And then I'll add them together and we'll go from there.
Oh, wow. That's funny. Both of us had Braveheart and Gladiator literally right next to each other. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny looking back at movies that you know you really don't talk about mm-hmm. and think about how you really feel about things. Like, damn, I really like this at this point, or you know, didn't like this at this point, or this was something like that. Like Gladiator was one of those movies that. I, at the time, I definitely felt like you did about traffic. Like, traffic was so good. Traffic all around was just a, a, a great movie. But when you look back at Gladiator and just the effect of it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the most tra- the travesty definitely is Munich. Yeah. Yeah, I if, agree. If we don't want to put the two towers into this. Or, I mean, Shakespeare in Love, the Saving Private Ryan. So at least I can understand Crash winning. Mm -hmm. That came out of fucking... (laughs) Shakespeare in Love came out of nowhere. And and I kept watching it, trying to like it. Like, like I like it, but I'm trying to like it more because I understand why. I couldn't. Fucking Chicago. All right. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> All right. So let's do some simple math real quick. So this is two. This is five. This is.
All right, so we have a couple ties. I will rank them alphabetically. We'll do it that way. All right, so number... <clears throat> we'll start with number 16 on our list. Number 16 is Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have guessed? <laughs> yeah, I guess we both ranked Chicago last. Um, then we get into... This was a two-way tie, uh, and... Number 15 will be Titanic. So, uh, and then number 14 was the English patient. <laughs> Who could have guessed? All right. Following that at number 13 would be Shakespeare in love. Um, yeah, seems reasonable. Uh, the next one is going to be crash at okay. number 13. 12. So. Number 12, yeah. Um, and then at number 11, we have Million Dollar Baby. Okay. Number 10, we have Dances with Wolves. Number 9, we have Forrest Gump. Interesting. Yeah. I had Forrest Gump a lot lower than you did, I think. Well, maybe not a lot lower. You I, had it. I changed mine. I had it, I had it higher. And then when I saw looking at everything, I said, you know what? This is not better than yeah. this one. Yeah. You had it at 7. I had it at 12. So, uh, but that was number, what, 10 I said? 9, I think. Number. Because that's what war was. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. So, number 8, this was a two-way tie. So, again, I ranked them alphabetically. So, number 8 was Gladiator. Number 7 was Braveheart. Okay. So, Two sides of the same coin. It had had uh, had you put Gladiator one more because we both had him in the same spot. You had Gladiator at eight, and you had Braveheart at nine, and I had I had Gladiator at seven and Braveheart at not, uh, eight. Okay. So we we had them like back together, but because of the points. Um, number six, this is where it gets a little more dicey. Uh, number six is A Beautiful Mind. Okay. 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 Now we get to the top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. Coming in at number five is Silence of the Lambs. Whoa, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then three and four is a two-way tie, uh, between American Beauty and Unforgiven. So it would have, I guess, number four would be Unforgiven, and number three would be American Beauty, okay. based on uh, alphabetically. Number two, do you care to take a guess? What's left? Um, number two is Return of the King Return and Schindler's King. List. Those so, are, so number one is Schindler's List. Number one is Schindler's List, and number okay. two is Return of the King. Yeah. Um, okay. Schindler's List for you was number three. It was number one for me. Because I think I had Schindler's List. No, I think I had Signs of Lambs number two. Yeah, you did. I had Silence of the Lambs. I had Silence of the Lambs number six only because above above that for me is Schindler's List, obviously, mm-hmm. Return of the King, A Beautiful Mind, Unforgiven, and American Beauty. And I could maybe make a case for it being better than Lord of the Rings and maybe even A Beautiful Mind, but I don't know that I could have put it any higher than four. I... um. I think the grand scale of Return of the King 
and because the acting was great. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the movie was like like I said, we're dealing with nine to ten. This is like dealing with Outcast, Outcast, Outcast albums. Like, yeah, you can pick and choose, and they're still between nine to ten. But I think that honestly, on this list, once we got to number six, there's not a bad movie on here. No. No, because I can definitely understand the thing about a beautiful mind. I've always said this. This is like this is one of the issues I had about um, Sandra Bullock winning for Blind, Blind Side. Side. Mm-hmm. But this is my problem with that. Even with Jamie Fox, even though I felt that Jamie Fox did a great job, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to fuck up a a, an a true story and a true story. Yeah, it's kind of hard, especially if it's a true story that you can go back right now and look at. Mm-hmm. Um, not taking anything away from him. I don't think she should have won, but regardless, I think the chick from Precious should have won. Oh yeah, like, uh, Gabori Sidibe you know, or whatever her name is. No doubt in my mind, she should have won that award. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing about a beautiful mind is that as as great as it is, it's still a true story that you can go back on. Till John Nash just died a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember you know? when that happened. Yeah. So, um, Silence of the Lambs was was so creepy yeah um but i definitely can understand like i definitely understand Schindler's list being number one just mm-hmm. because it's so good and i think it's just so hard to watch that it's it's like requiem for a dream to me i think those movies are both really incredible but i don't ever want to watch them again because they make me feel ugh. yeah you know what I mean? Well, well, the thing about Schindler's List is that the whole movie makes me feel ill. Welcome to the Dream. You get to that point where you know it's about to get mm. worse and worse. Yeah. And so, yeah, I could definitely understand that. Um, or 12 Years a Slave is maybe a more apt see, example. I haven't seen I can, that yet. I can't. Dude, I watched it once and I was like, uh, my soul is broken. Like, <laughs> like, I don't, I will never, ever watch that movie again. Ever. But it was good? Oh, yeah, it's good. It's very good. And Lupita Nyongo completely deserved every award that fucking season. She's a great actress, like, period. But she was, like, impeccable in that fucking really? movie. Yeah. Um, but, no, I'm, I'm good with this. I'm definitely good with the top five. Um, For sure. Dude, we're definitely okay with the, the bottom five. Definitely. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. But I, I definitely understand why Schindler's List should be number one. Um Especially for that year, like we talked about, like yeah, that was that was probably the first year that hands down you, that it was unanimous. Mm-hmm. Um, he he deserved best director that year. Um, Spielberg and, is like people can shit on Spielberg if they want to, but Spielberg is a special filmmaker. To me, in my lifetime, I don't think there's anybody better. Especially when you mm. look at the complete work. Yeah, if you look at the complete work, I agree. Like, I mean, because you've got really, really fantastic people like um, David Fincher. You've got people like P.T. Um, Anderson. What's up, boy? Um, Dark Knight. Uh, Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Quentin Tarantino. I mean, you, you've got all these really, really fantastic filmmakers, but they've made... Tarantino's made nine movies when uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out. But you know, now if, if this is the thing that you can also argue about against Spielberg. So out of Tarantino's nine movies, he has nothing under eight. Yeah, I mean, that's for sure. You, you get to Spielberg and he's got War Horse. He has 1942. 
Yeah, you know, I he mean, has, he has some movies that even early in his career when he was making blockbusters were when you look back at them now, like uh, but his impact mm-hmm. and. You can always argue not to say he's number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the same thing kind of with Scorsese. Like, only thing that Scorsese doesn't have that's, that Spielberg has is he doesn't have to gross. His yeah. movies don't gross like Spielberg. Yeah, no, they don't. Um, but his stories are better, in a way. Yeah. You know, when you look at Goodfellas, Casino, um, The Departed, mm-hmm. um, Gangs of New York. Like, these stories, especially when you look, look at Raging Bull, Taxi mm-hmm. Driver. Um, yeah. These these are very intricate stories. He he also did um, the King of Comedy too, right? The what? The King of Comedy with um, mm. Rob De Niro and who was the first Dundee for professor? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, he used to do the telethon. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, yeah. but so um, to me, I think when you look at the overall aspect of their whole career Mm -hmm. you know because like this is kind of like a michael jordan situation like when you really think about it Mm -hmm. your first beginning of your career you scored a lot of points your team didn't make it far in the playoffs then you go through this six out of eight year run two years you're not there but you went straight Mm -hmm. six straight yeah so then yeah because what we like if we take if we take him from like after his indie stuff with like Duel and right. whatever, start with Jaws. Because actually, that would be the <clears> third <throat> one he would have done, right? Because because mm-hmm. Jaws came out in seventy five. I think I think you're right. Duel came out in seventy one, seventy two. Yeah, something like that. And I don't think he did anything else. I think he may have done one more thing after that. Yeah, but so you start with Jaws and all the way up through Raiders of the Lost Ark, through, um. Really through that, I guess, because after that, he kind of switches to more. I mean, he he was producing a lot of stuff. So, like, you know, he produced fucking Gremlins and uh, he produced uh, Goonies too, Goonies and stuff like that. So, but when when it comes to like his directorial stuff, he switched really after. I guess it would have been Temple of Doom, um, which was eighty four. He switched to The Color Purple. Right? That was his next movie, I think. Yeah. In 86? 80, yep, 86. Yeah. 85, 86. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, he switched to a color purple. And then after that, he switched to... Uh, he did The Last Emperor. No, The Emperor of the Sun. Emperor, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that. And then he did Schindler's List, right? And you know what? We can't... No. He did. Didn't he do... Because um, Schindler's List and Jurassic Park released in the same year. He did no, no, no. He did always in eighty nine, and then uh-huh. he did Hook in ninety one. Oh yeah, and Hook. He did Schindler's List. Um, he had done yeah, Color Purple was eighty five, and that's when he started getting his. Well, ET started his. The Jaw started his Oscar run. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then he got ET, and then he got Color Purple. Where he got shut out. Yeah, and they shut that bitch out. Which is a travesty. Um. Because Color Purple's excellent. Excellent. Fucking excellent. And, you know, that's one of those things where we could probably, if we decide to go back another 15 years, we can look at those movies that should have won. Because you had a lot of movies in the 80s, to me, I felt like, should not have won. Yeah, I agree. Um, like, uh, what did Driving Miss Daisy beat? Like, that shouldn't have won. I don't... Uh, Born on the Fourth of July probably was was a good one, and and I could see it not winning. I, even though I said earlier that I could see it winning, but I could see it not winning because of its K 
character driven um, way. Mm-hmm. Um, no, the way that you know Tom Cruise did such a good job in it. Um, but when it won, it, it beat won. out uh, Dead Poet Society, Field of Dreams, My Left Foot, and Born on the Fourth of July. Like Field of Dreams or Dead Poet Society, I think. I can see Field of Dreams winning. Um, it, even though Driving Miss Daisy wasn't a bad movie, it really wasn't a bad movie. Um, it was actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, I can see it winning. I can see it winning. Like, I'm, it's not one of those travesties. You, um, the year before, oh, Rain lot. Man. Rain Man was so fucking good. Um, Rain Man's a great. But so was Mississippi Burning. Yeah, and so was Dangerous so was Liaisons. Liaisons. Definitely. Um, hell, even the accidental tourist was not bad. Like that was a very quirky movie. Um, the Last Emperor. You beat out Broadcast News. That to me was the issue. You beat out Broadcast mm, News. Broadcast yeah. News should have won. Um, and then you look at '86 Platoon. Um, I think uh, Platoon yeah. probably deserves it, uh, just considering the movies it was up against. Yeah, a lot of those was like a period pieces and. Not really period pieces, but piece, like Hannah and her sisters were, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, uh, fucking, are you Shanae kidding me? No, not um, at all. Um, Amadeus was so fucking good. Amadeus was very good. That was very good. And I don't think there was anything that year. I'm so glad the Soldier Story was nominated. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, there's no way I'll think it would be better than Amadeus. That's such an underrated movie. What about The Killing Fields? Um... That would be number two, hands down. Yeah, hands down, number two. Um, Terms of endearment is the is the year before that. It, I don't. It um, beats out the big chill. The big chill was good, and it was one of those movies that I would watch back in the eighties. Or fuck, the right tender stuff. tender mercies. I don't think I've ever seen the right stuff. Um, they gave uh, what you call it an Oscar for that movie for tender mercies. Oh uh, yeah, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah. Um, so then you had Gandhi that beat out E.T. E. Tootsie. I hate E.T. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't <laughs> like E.T. I won't say I hate E.T., but I, I, life would go on if I never told cho- my children E.T. or mm. even talk about it. Um, the verdict was Gandhi, Gandhi was probably the most boring, greatest movie <laughs> I've seen. Gandhi was so good, but it was so boring. Um, the verdict was good, though. Holy shit. I did not know that Richard Attenborough directed that. I don't know how the fuck I didn't know that. And produced it. Damn. That's crazy. I did um, not know that at all. Chairs of Fire should not be Reds. Uh, that's, that's my opinion. Um, oh, f- oh, or fuck. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark is better than Chariots of Fire. Yeah. But I can understand it not winning. But it be especially when you talk about the the three of those movies, mm-hmm. that was definitely the best of the three of the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, Cherry's Fire shouldn't have won, but it wasn't a bad movie. But no, yeah, won. no. Reds for sure. I think is probably the best of that uh, that year. Um. Ordinary people should not have won. Raiders of the Bull should have won that year. Oh even, yeah. Or, or even the Elephant Man. That's really an underrated movie. That was such a good movie. Is that the uh, the David Lynch one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was such a good movie. So maybe I was wrong. Maybe there weren't so many movies in the eighties that should not have won. There were definitely a lot in the uh, the the beginning of the seventies and like the end of the or not the beginning of the seventies, end of the seventies and going into the eighties. Like Kramer versus Kramer probably should not have beat Apocalypse Now. Yeah, 
No. Um, the Deer Hunter probably, see that year though, that was a hard year because you had coming home um, that was very similar to Deer Hunter. Midnight Express, yeah. that shit just was something else. Yeah. Midnight Express was something else. Very interesting, Heaven Can Wait won, was nominated. I like Heaven Can Wait. I, they said that that was really, really good. I, um, I've seen bits and pieces of it and they've done it a couple of times. Um, Annie Hall being in Star Wars. That is fucking travesty. I love Annie Hall. I really, really love that movie, but there's no way in my fucking mind it beats Star Wars. And see, even though you're a Scorsese fan, I don't think Taxi Driver is that damn good. However, Rocky shouldn't have beat Network or all the professors have been. Oh, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? No. No way that should happen. No way in hell. Now, this this one was a damn good year. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest was so good. Mm-hmm. Dog Day Afternoon was so good. Yep. Um, Jaws didn't do it for me like that, but it should have been nominated. First, yeah. The highest grossing movie of all time at the point, and it was a good you know, thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Nashville. Nashville was, for what it was, it was, it was mm-hmm. pretty good. But Barry Lyndon is really fucking good. Barry Lyndon was good. Barry Lyndon gets shit on in, in Kubrick's filmography, but Barry Lyndon's fucking that good. That good. But... Still, I I feel, feel like one flew over the cuckoo's nest yeah. was the right one. I agree. Um, this is over. Grandfather Part Two. There was, but even though the conversation, I've seen that. Oh, many. that's the one with uh, uh, that was one of Harrison, Harrison Ford's. Ford's yeah, <clears throat> um, that's a good fucking movie. Chinatown, which was, oh my god. Yeah. But once again, you came out the wrong year. Yeah. Because to me, this is the best movie ever ever made. Um, the Sting. Beats to Exorcist, <laughs> which I don't know about that. Dude, uh, American Graffiti and, and The Exorcist, Graffiti. I think, are both better than The Sting. Was cool. Did you ever see The Sting? Yeah. I yeah. like The Sting. I like The Sting. Well, feel good movie with two people you love. Basically, that's what it came down to. Yeah. That did not win with Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, the Godfather, damn, you're against Cabaret. You're against Deliverance. You, um, Holy fuck. Sonder, um, but once again, you are talking about a combination of the best movie ever. With yeah. Godfather. So then you have the French Connection that arguably beat A Clockwork Orange. Orange. And you or even the last picture show, man. And you had to go against Philly on the roof. Not yeah. saying that, that was great, but like how good a movie that was for it being a musical. Um I've never yeah. seen Nicholas and uh, uh, Yeah, uh, me either. Alexander, whatever. Um Patty Beats Airport, Love Story, Mash, Five Easy Pieces. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, whatever. Um, this was a good one. Minot Cowboy. You beat Bush Cassidy and Last Kid. Hello, uh, Dolly. Z. I don't think I've ever seen Z. I've definitely heard about it, but I've never seen it, I don't think. So this one, I don't know about. I thought that Lion in the Winter was fucking great. And they gave her an Oscar for it, Catherine Hepburn. I think she tied that year. Um, Romeo and Juliet, that was actually a good Yeah, one. she did. That's weird. It was a she fucking with, tie. Um, what'd you call it? With um, Barbara Streisand. Barbara for Funny Girl. Um, you had The Heat in the Night. That was a damn good one. Bonnie and Clyde. Dr. Doolittle was nominated for Best Picture. The damn. Graduate. Guess Who's Coming to the Dinner. Damn, that was a good one. That's a good year. That was a good year. Man for All Seasons. Damn. Alfie with, what you call it? Um, the Butler from Dark Knight. Uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. The Worshers are coming. The Worshers are coming. Sam Pebbles. Who's Afraid of Jane Wolf? This is a forgettable year for me. Um, now, this one is very interesting. Dr. Zhivago, Shipper Shoots Fools, Lose to Sound of Music, which 
probably makes sense because once I saw yeah. Sound of Music, I thought that shit was excellent. Sound of that Sound of Music is probably one of my favorite musicals. musicals. Yeah, hands down. Um, shit on me if you want, but I like Grease. You know, I like the the main song of Grease. Mm. I love that. Other than that, I could do without the, song, the movie ever. <laughs> Never see this shit again. Never want to even think about it. So yeah, so in general, I think for what they have done and the winners, I'm pretty good with most of them. I'm pretty yeah. good with most of them. Um, until you get to our time. You know, because once we start doing the ones of like, because even if you go up, like, you know, we could agree that the party should have won that year. Yeah, um, and I think it's now, it's hard on the year after because you've got um, There Will Be Blood and... Uh, Juno. Yeah, Juno. And Michael Clayton. People forget how oh, fucking, yeah, Michael good, Michael Clayton's Clayton fucking was good Michael Clayton was good. Um, but I, I think I probably agree with No Country for Old Men. I do. Uh, at the very least, it's because it's the Coen brothers who fucking deserve something at yeah, this point. I, I do. But, and then the next year, when you start thinking about... Now, this year was a very, very good one. You had Slumdog Millionaire, which I don't think should have won. I felt the curious case of Benjamin Button should have won. Uh-huh. See, so you don't like that. It's Forrest Gump. It's Forrest Gump with a man who ages backwards. I think that the story was better, though. Uh, Forrest Nixon, you could arguably say. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could definitely argue Milk that Milk was one. a good movie. It shouldn't have won, but it was a good movie. Yeah. And The Reader was a good movie. She finally won the Oscar. Finally. Um, the next year, you had The Hurt Locker. This is when they first started doing the, the multiple nominees. Hurt Locker shouldn't have won. Um, I felt that that was the year that... Uh, I'm, I'm biased. I would give it to the Glorious Bastards because you had the, the yeah, Parker, Avatar. I'm I'm biased. I would have given it to Glorious Bastards also. Blind Side, which was a decent movie. District Nine, which was a decent movie. District and, Nine was one of those weird dark horses. Who, if it had won, I would have been completely okay with it. I love that movie. It was interesting. I would have been happy if Precious won. Yeah, Precious people was forgot good. how good that movie is. That's that's one of the movies I never want to watch again. Ever. That made me. <laughs> Mm-mm. So if that would have won, or Inglourious Bastards would have won, even though Up in the Air was one of my favorite movies that year, I still think that one of those two movies should have beat The Hurt Locker. Um, mm-hmm. And then the year after that, we were talking about The King's Speech. Yeah. Against 127 Hours, Black Swan. Both of those were decent movies, but shouldn't have won. The Fighter was so good. The Fighter's very good. It's very good. Very, very fucking I good. I wouldn't have given the best picture, but I'm glad Christian Bale won. Yeah, oh yeah, Pfft. Oh, Inception? We were, we were talking about Social Network. We fucking forgot about Inception. Damn, dude. And, and True Grit and Toy, and Toy Story, Story 3. 3. Like, fuck, dude. Now, of the Williams Bones shouldn't have been in there. I can't believe they even <laughs> put that in there. The Kids uh, Are All Right was a decent movie. I, I really like that movie, movie, but yeah, it's not it's not Best Picture, I don't think. Um, I would My five nominees that year would have been Toy Story 3. That's what we can do next. The next one we should do, we should go through... From 2009. Well, when they start doing multiple. Yeah. And, just and, do and yeah. That's cool. I like that. We should do that. Yeah. I like that. I like that idea a lot. That's a good idea. That's a very good idea. Because I tell you this, here's a movie that made me feel so uncomfortable, but was so good, but it was so true about life. A Serious Man. I love that fucking that movie, shit dude. Was, <laughs> like, you're, you're bound to be fucked. That, that, is, that is very, very. Uh, quintessential fucking like dark 
Cohen Brothers yeah. comedy. It's Fargo. Like yeah. I mean, like it's Fargo, but it's also, um, raising Arizona in a way. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's like that. Like, well, sorry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is what it is. Um, but yeah, we that next year though. I think that next year probably was. That's a stacked ass fucking year. Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten was stacked because like, Black Swan was so weird. So weird. So weird. And it was so interesting Mm -hmm. um, how, because I felt like she shouldn't have won Best Picture, Best Actress. I really do feel like that. I felt like. Who who did she beat that year? Let me look. She beat. And that been in The Kids Are Right. She beat. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, she should have won. She definitely should have won that year. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I don't think the Jennifer Lawrence should have won that year. What about Michelle Williams? I think she did a good job, but I think that Natalie Portman took this a whole different level. Mm, okay, I think that, that's fair. She's the only one on that list who, who I see. I'm like, yeah, she probably could have beat her. I don't think Jennifer Lawrence, Nicole Kidman, or Annette Bening no would have no. <clears throat> Would have done that. Um, you know what movie came out that year that was not nominated for Best Picture? What's that? Fucking The Town. Oh, yeah. Damn. Because Jimmy Renner was nominated for Best Supporting Actor that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think about good. that. The Town was good. Because, you know, the dude who wrote Mystic River wrote The Town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dennis wrote, Lehan or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote another movie that I fucking love. The one with Morgan Freeman. Casey Gone Apple, Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone. That That's the best of those three movies, I think. You think so? I love you Gone Baby Gone. I love it too, but you think it's better than Mystic River? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, don't mind. get me wrong. I love I, it. I thought, I thought we were talking about uh, fucking uh, Gone Baby Gone, um, The Town, and for some reason, uh, what was the other movie I was thinking of? Never mind. Maybe I'm, Maybe I'm just dumb. But no, um, yeah. So we should do that. We should do that. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm, Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm down with that. But it's two forty-five. We need to wrap this up. Yeah. So, um, if you guys agree with our rankings, tell us. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, We've got the Facebook page up. We've got Twitters. Both of us. I I am at the underscore bebop man. Uh, 182 on Twitter. Where am I on Twitter? Let me look at this up right quick because I was wondering why I don't get any tweets because I don't even know my name. <laughs> um, at Corey Aurelius, C O R Y O R A L E U S. Hit us up. Actually, us you know what? I, I'm wrong. I'm a liar. I'm just at the Bebop Man 182. But uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and I don't post a lot, but I'm going to, I'm going to be better about that should we have to now yeah we're about to be superstars now yeah right. but no tell us what you really think about this list because uh, i know a lot of people love titanic i know yeah. a lot of women love titanic and i'm not trying to like just generalize but i talked to a lot of people and say how much i hate it and i'm like oh how can you say that but you know um especially people who like chicago a little bit my age but um yeah number one for us we've been together with schiller's list yeah and number two we've been returning the king so, 
yeah, just uh, follow us. Let us know what you thought. Um, I'm we're going to be back, and I'm, I, we talked about this at the beginning, but I think we're going to be doing this a little bit more often from now on, and um, yeah, yeah. So, all right, everyone, have a good time, and we will catch you later. All right.